Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and what? it's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And as I said the last time this gentleman was on, we would talk again if something happened. And boy, something has happened because Deshaun Watson did ask for a trade. All kinds of chatter now about where he's going to go, what the price could be, if he's going to get traded at all, especially in the wake of this Matthew Stafford trade to the L.A. Rams. And so we welcome back our friend, the afternoon drive host with the A-team over on Sports Talk 790 AM in Houston, Mr. Adam Clanton. Adam, thanks for coming back on, buddy. Scott, I appreciate it. I uh, I dug out of the hole I was buried in of uh, replies to my James Harden tweet from <laughs> over a week ago to to make an appearance on your podcast again. It was It was not easy to crawl my way out from underneath those comments, but I did it just for you. You dug yourself out of the James Harden comments. I dug myself out of 18 inches of snow. So we both had different problems to dig out from Hunter. But let's talk about a problem that the Houston Texans have right now. And that, of course, is the Deshaun Watson situation. The last time we spoke, we didn't know that he had formally requested a trade, but apparently he had. We just didn't know. It wasn't public, but he apparently asked for it a couple of weeks ago. Were there rumblings behind the scenes that this is something that had happened, or did this catch everybody by surprise down in Houston? Well, it's funny you should ask that because my co-host and I, we kind of differed on this. I think he was... I don't know if he's holding out hope that it wasn't real. Um, and I think a lot of people here in town were because um, Deshaun Watson's just, he's it. That's the dude. And he is as well loved off the field as he is on the field. And you didn't want to believe it. But when Adam Schefter 
is tweeting what he's tweeting in the last, you know, preceding days and weeks before we, we learned about this officially, it gets your attention because that's not a guy that just throws something against the wall and sees if it'll stick. If he's saying that kind of stuff, that that's going to get your attention. So um, I had a feeling that was the case. I was hoping for the best, found out the worst. And now it's, it's now the question is, well, can this be salvaged? Can this be repaired? I don't tend to think so, but um, you know, it's at this point, if you're a realistic Texans fan, you are just praying that the Texans don't screw up the return you get for Deshaun Watson because they have absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, screwed up everything else. I want to get back to the potential return in a trade if it happens in a few minutes. But first, I really wanted to ask you about what went down the other day with this press conference and the hiring of David Culley. I got to be honest with you, Adam. I pride myself on knowing as much as I can about the coaches, the players, even people in the front offices in the NFL. And until the Texans hired David Culley, I had no idea who he was. Never even heard his name mentioned in conjunction with potential head coaching openings. And it's no disrespect to him because he seems to be fairly well respected around the league. But This is a guy who is a wide receivers coach for a unit with the Kansas City Chiefs that didn't score a touchdown. He was the passing game coordinator for a Ravens offense that wasn't exactly known for its passing. You take a look at the fact that he's 65 years old and nobody seemed to really know much about him beyond that he was a longtime assistant. And it seems like a peculiar choice. Now, we're hearing that it wasn't going to matter no matter who they hired. The problems go beyond the head coach, and it's all McNair and Easterby, and we're going to get into that in a bit as well. And so it really is irrelevant who they hired as head coach, but I felt like if they had hired somebody that could have made a pitch to Deshaun Watson, a known commodity, maybe Eric Bieniemy, whoever it would have been, maybe at least that would have helped a little bit in trying to repair this, but they went out and got a guy who many people, and I'm curious to hear if this is what you're hearing down there, have speculated is just a placeholder for Josh McCown eventually becoming the head coach. And you just wonder, what are they doing? Because the number one priority you would think would be mending fences with Watson, and I can't see how this would have helped. No, and I think what you just said there at the end is right, Uh, the placeholder for Josh McCown. If you think that sounds ludicrous and even the Texans wouldn't do that, I've got news for you. You're just not that familiar with this franchise. This is what they do. And when I say this is what they do, I'm talking – my co-host and I talked about this yesterday on the show. This is what they do since Cal McNair has been in charge, which hasn't been long. Try and um, roll as many horrific, catastrophic decisions as you can into a two-year period, and I will show you the Houston Texans because that's what they've done. And David Culley, he is well-respected around the league. That's because those people know who he is. If anybody says they know who David Cauley is before, I don't know, two weeks ago when his name was mentioned, they're lying to you. There's no way they know who he was. There's no way they think uh, or have a good grasp as to whether or not he'll even be a good head coach. And if, if anything, if you listen to that sham of a press conference, Zoom, whatever you want to call it, that, uh, that the Texans put on, in which Cal McNair, who looked like he was being held hostage by Jack Easter, being a side conference room that was poorly lit inside NRG Stadium, does a stupid opening statement where he's clearly reading off a teleprompter poorly, 
says his whatever he's going to say, and then bolts, leaves the, the Zoom meeting. He doesn't even stay. He doesn't uh, take questions. And he essentially leaves Nick Casario and David Culley to be fed to the Wolves. Only the Wolves didn't get the chance to pounce because you got a few questions in because David Culley's answers took six hours each. And then a fan who was planted in the Zoom meeting gives this rehearsed, uh, give us some positive spin uh, fed question to her by the Texans so obviously and about, I don't know, 20 or 30 other media members were left with their virtual hands raised having never been called upon and no real questions were asked. Nobody asked who's going to be calling plays, how the schemes are going to be, um, how he's going to delegate with his staff. And it came down to I heard more about David Culley, the motivational speaker, the black Tony Robbins, if you will, and the fact that he's going to be a CEO, uh, so to speak, as opposed to an X's and O's coach. And I'm like, well, that could be good if you hire the right assistants. And they do have Tim Kelly, who Deshaun Watson loves on the offensive side, and they hired Lovey Smith. But what's Lovey Smith been doing? He's been coaching in college for the past five or six years. It, it's just – the whole thing is just it, – it just smacks so much of I don't know what we're doing, and, and very it's very Texan. It is a very Texan thing to do if you go by their very brief track record under Cal McNair, and that's why people are flaming them. That's why fans are on the ledge. That's why people with brains in their heads are getting rid of their PSLs and their season tickets in droves right now, and they should. I would never spend a dime on this franchise if I'm a Houston Texans fan or even a football fan in this city. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Adam, there are whispers that Casario and Cully are dead set against trading Watson. They didn't say they wouldn't trade him in the presser, though. If you were careful with listening to the language, they said they had no intention of trading him. I have no intention of doing a lot of things that are probably going to end up happening. So they were very careful with the way they worded that. But there's whispers going around that Jack Easterby is more or less running things behind Nick Casario's back. 
What have you heard about this? What does it mean for the potential of a trade? And if you're Nick Casario and really David Culley to a slightly lesser extent, how quickly are you going to regret leaving where you were? Especially Nick Casario, who Bill Belichick loves and probably could have had a job for life in New England. Well, the, the first question about David Culley is he'll never regret it because he couldn't sign the contract fast enough. You know why? Because no one else was offering him a job. He actually said in the Zoom meeting, there are 32 of these jobs in the world, and I'd be, basically, I'm paraphrasing, I'd be dumb not to take it. No one else was hiring him. No one else was interviewing this guy. So, of course, he said yes. He doesn't care if Deshaun Watson's going to be the quarterback or not. He doesn't care uh, if J.J. Watt's going to be here. He doesn't care if Jack Easterby and Cal McNair are going to run this franchise into the ground. He's going to be a head coach. He's 65 years old. How many more of these jobs is he going to be offered? Zero. How many had he been offered before this? Zero. And I'm sure he's a great guy. You know, I've heard nothing but good things about the individual. This isn't about David Culley. David Culley's just a guy who was given a lottery ticket um, for a, a mansion in the middle of Beirut. That's how I would, you know, look at this because yeah, he's going to get all the bells and whistles, but he's not going to win. They're not going to do anything. It's just, it's a, it's a very, very odd situation for him to be in. Um, but if there's anybody that can get through something like what's about to happen, it's probably him because he is so darn positive, but yeah, I mean, Nick Casario, if he's being uh, superseded by Jack Easterby behind the scenes, would it surprise me? Absolutely not. You're talking about a guy who just uh, Sunday, uh, my former co-host, Lance Zerline, who does some work with uh, NFL Network and NFL.com, is talking about the fact that he, he tweeted the fact that he's talked to people that are in the know and Jack Easterby is absolutely still making calls to agents, still doing all of the things that uh, someone in position of authority would do for an NFL franchise. He shouldn't be. He has no business doing it. But Cal McNair has double and triple and quadrupled down upon the fact that not only is he not leaving, um, I-, I like him. I like him a lot. Never mind the fact that he came out and lied to all of us saying that Jack Easterby has nothing to do with any of the football decision-making going on. He absolutely does. He is the football decision-making. And for Cal McNair to... Uh, flat out lie shouldn't surprise anybody because the Texans have been lying to us for several months and years now. But um, yeah, Jack Easterby is firmly entrenched. And as long as he's here, it's going to be terrible. And Deshaun Watson's going to want nothing to do with this place. And and neither should anybody else worth their salt. And he has superstar power to make it happen as far as moving. And so uh, he's going to, he'll take his time. And, and something else I saw yesterday, I can't remember if it was Peter King or someone else that's weighed in on this situation. Deshaun Watson came from nothing. Um, he, you know, famously Warwick Dunn helped build his home. Habitat for Humanity, I believe, was the, uh, was the cause. And he's not defined by money as much as I would say a typical athlete would be. He knows that he's good enough to make the money that he's going to miss out on, say, this year if he sits out or even next year. And, and he'll make that up. This is not Le'Veon Bell. First of all, he's got his head screwed on straight. Um, he's not a prima donna. He is not a guy who is anything other than calculated and knows his worth. 
Le'Veon Bell and that situation with the Steelers had gotten so far ahead of hand, plus they were dealing with Antonio Brown on top of it. Um, this is a completely different situation. And this isn't the James Harden situation either. A lot of people are trying to say that, but it's like I told you last time, you know, Deshaun Watson has seen how poorly this place is being run. He has seen a guy who has zero business being in the building, making big time decisions and influencing and swaying the owner like no one ever has. And he doesn't want to be a part of that sinking ship. And I don't blame him. If you have competent people around you, or if you, if you keep your word to Deshaun and say, we're going to let you uh, have an influence on this hiring process. And then you, you go back on your word and the guy who does have the influence is a guy who's as unqualified as Jack Easterby is. I don't blame Deshaun Watson one bit for doing what he's doing. Adam, the last time we spoke, you and I were both in agreement that we thought push came to shove. He still wasn't going to get traded, that Deshaun Watson was going to wind up staying in Houston. It sounds like you've completely shifted on that. I've now started to believe that he probably is going to get traded. You seem to think that as well now, huh? Yeah, because I think the Texans are stupid enough to do it. <laughs> and if if they're not, they're stupid enough to make it a messier situation than it already is. They're in a lose-lose. They've already screwed things up beyond repair uh, to the point where he has officially demanded the trade. So your choices are to wait it out, start finding this guy, which is going to further um, turn the fan base against you, I think, or trade him. And for some reason, I don't know why I think this, I just do. I think the messier it gets and the longer you wait – the more or the less trade value you're going to get. I don't know why that's the case. I don't even have a, a <laughs> I don't have a solid reason to give you that as my theory. I just feel like it's the Texans, so that's how it's going to go. <laughs> I just, you know, like if any team can screw this up, we just saw a blockbuster trade over the weekend, and that's all well and good for the Rams and the Lions. Those two quarterbacks are nowhere near the caliber of Deshaun Watson. Why do I feel like the Texans are going to get fleeced for this? So on top of everything else that they've screwed up, they're going to not get fair value or a good haul for him. I just, it's just a bad situation all around, but I do think eventually that's going to be the end result because I don't think any motivational speech from David Culley, any sort of apologizing. I said this yesterday on the show to my co-host. I said, if Janice McNair calls up Deshaun Watson right now and says, not only have we fired Jack Easterby, but I have wrestled control away from Cal. Um, we, we bribed him with some rice pudding in the other room. <laughs> He's not going to be uh, bothering you anymore. We have given control to our other son, Carrie, who, you know, has a high IQ and is, is a competent leader. And you don't have to worry about Cal meddling anything or messing up anything anymore. Um, you know, if that were to be the case in a fantasy world, Deshaun Watson would still say, yeah, so you still have David Culley as my coach. You still have Nick Casario, who is tied to Jack Easterby and is tied to the Patriots. You still let people like Eric Bieniemy, And more importantly, I think at this point, from what I've read and heard, Robert Sala, who's there in, in New Jersey with you guys, um, you let him go by the wayside. He was never even interviewed. And, and he used to coach for the Texans. He used to be a part of this organization. Deshaun really, really wanted him and wanted you to at least take a look at him. You didn't even do that. 
Um, if I'm, if I'm Deshaun, I'm saying, yeah, great. You did all that. And so, you know, it's just a mess. It's a huge mess. And only the Texans. I say this all the time. I've been saying it a lot longer than a lot of other people, but I take no pleasure in being validated by a franchise that doesn't know its head from its ass. Do you get the sense that Watson is willing to sit out the way that Carson Palmer did when he got tired of playing for the Bengals? And he famously said that he had enough money and that he only played football because he loved it. And so he didn't love playing football anymore, being a member of the Cincinnati Bengals, and he was going to sit out unless they moved him somewhere. And then eventually nine games into the season, they did trade him to the Raiders. Do you think Watson is willing to take it that far, or would he report eventually and just be miserable, which is what a lot of Jets fans thought might happen had they not traded Jamal Adams? One thing the Texans do have going for them, it might be the only thing they have going for them, is the fact that two of the places that, that Deshaun is rumored to want to go, the Jets and the Dolphins, can actually give you a very good return that maybe other places can't. Like, for example... I've had this fantasy for years of Kyle Shanahan returning to the Texans, whether it be as a head coach or an offensive coordinator, because his offense, which you know was made famous by his father and Gary Kubiak, um, I guess it's not his offense, it's their offense, but um, the, the naked bootlegs, the um, zone blocking schemes by the offensive lines that they would employ. Could you imagine if you had – Deshaun Watson in that kind of offense versus Matt Schaub. I mean, Matt Schaub put up big-time numbers here in Houston. He wasn't a tenth of the quarterback or athlete, obviously, as Deshaun Watson. So what about the 49ers? What about other teams like that? But I don't know that they can offer up the packages that the Jets and the Dolphins can in the form of both picks that should be good picks. I mean, any first round is a good, a good pick, but a high first round, obviously – and, and potentially sending a quarterback the other way that, while might not be your long-term starter, in the case of Tua, maybe he is. I, I don't know. But, I, to, again, the fact that we're having this conversation makes me sick to my stomach because it's just it, it never should have gotten to this. So, um, but, I, but I do think, especially when you consider the things that, like, Andre Johnson has said and others have said, there's a lot of very prominent people in Deshaun's ear telling him, stand your ground, literally using that phrase. And if I'm Deshaun, like I said, he's got the leverage with the no trade clause and he's got the leverage with the superstar um, presence and talent that he brings to the table that not many in his position, because this just doesn't happen. You don't trade franchise quarterbacks. So he's he's got, I think, actually a lot of the leverage. And if he did decide I'm not going to play, well, that puts the Texans in a bad spot, too. So the only thing they'll get out of it is a higher draft pick, but they're probably going to get that anyways. And if Sean Watson's not their quarterback next year, I, I just don't see how they don't go 0-16 or, or close to it because they don't have a first-round draft pick. They don't have a second-round draft pick. And the draft picks that they made this past year have not really uh, panned out the way they would have liked either. It, it's just a, it's a huge mess. I keep going back to that, but it's true. It's a huge mess. John McClain from the Houston Chronicle shifted from that there was a better chance that he would be the quarterback of the Houston Texans next year than Deshaun Watson getting traded to now throwing out theoretical trades. In fact, even mentioning the Jets in one of his tweets, 
He seems to think that the Texans are going to ask for two ones, two twos, and two starting defensive players at a minimum. The last time we spoke, we talked about the fact that if Watson gets traded, it's going to have to be for the greatest package in the history of the NFL simply because of the fact that, as you said, franchise quarterbacks at 25 years old don't get traded. And I want to go a little bit above and beyond the term franchise quarterback because sometimes that gets used and you don't know exactly what that means. In the case of Deshaun Watson, let's go further than that and call him an elite quarterback. We're talking about a guy who's probably top five or six at his position at 25 years old. So you could have him there for the next 10 to 15 years, barring injury. So if you're any team that has him, that's an insanely valuable commodity. Do you think that what John McClain said holds water, that that's what the Texans will be looking for? And what do you ultimately think is going to get this done? It sounds like if it happens, it would have to happen sometime before the draft because they would want to use those draft picks right now to help start that rebuild that they're going to have to do after trading Watson. What do you think, timeline-wise and compensation-wise? Yeah, I think definitely that needs to be it needs to be a godfather deal. It needs to make the Herschel Walker deal that essentially built the mid-90s Cowboys Super Bowl championship teams. It needs to dwarf that. Um, and it can. I just think that you have to – it's crazy. You have to be patient for the right deal, but I think you also need to move fast because I think you need to get this done before the draft. I think you need to get this done before the um, – the NFL calendar flips and that's right around the corner. I mean, I know it's February 2nd, but April will be here before you know it. And you, you need to get um, the best deal possible, but you need to kind of move that along. And that's why I think this will end up being another disaster because I do think that they're dumb enough to think they can salvage this situation. And I don't think they can because I just think his mind's made up and it's like I said last time with you, once you make that trade demand, it's very hard to go back, if at all. Uh, it's like putting toothpaste back in the tube or the genie back in the bottle. You cannot say what he has said and not have everything change forever, even if he were to somehow miraculously stay here. But uh, I, I just think that you know, you, you've got to get a, a haul for a guy of his caliber. You're never going to replace what he brings. And that's why you have to try. But the fact that you have to get that haul and you have to do it quickly is what makes me think that, again, the Texans will be this will this will end badly for them. Adam, there are a lot of Jets fans who seem to be invested in the idea that as good as Deshaun Watson is, the team isn't a quarterback away. You can't send all the draft capital and all the assets for one player and they should just go into the draft and pick a quarterback or stick with Sam Darnold or whatever it is they're going to do and trust the process, as they say. I've said many times that, yes, obviously there's always going to be a limit to what you're willing to give up, but ultimately you should be willing to give up within reason what it takes to get to Sean Watson because the whole reason you build through the draft is because you typically cannot get a player like Deshaun Watson any other way. You can't sign him as a free agent, and he's never available in a trade until now. You being down in Houston understand better than just about anybody what Deshaun Watson means, not just to the city, to the community, to the franchise, but just everything in general as a total package. 
for those that would wince at something like what John McClane mentioned. Now, I suggested, based on what he said, that it could be, say, the number two overall pick in the draft, next year's first rounder, a second rounder this year, number 34 overall, a second rounder next year, and then Foley Fadakasi, 25 years old, one of the best run defending defensive linemen in the league, and Ashton Davis, who was a little up and down as a rookie last year, but a promising young safety. So that would sort of fit the bill for what he was talking about, and a lot of people thought that would be too much. You are down there, but you're not somebody that drinks the Houston Texans Kool-Aid, for lack of better terminology. Explain to Jets fans why it would be in their best interest to try to pull off a trade, the magnitude of which I just described. Is Sam Darnold also coming in that trade? (laughs) (laughs) If you want him, sure. I mean, I cannot understate the electricity that would be felt in the New York area if you put Deshaun Watson smack dab in the middle of MetLife Stadium, put him in the New York market, put him – and I, I get it that you know it's different today versus 20 years ago with social media and everything where uh, endorsements – you know, Damian Lillard's in Portland. You know, Pat Mahomes is in Kansas City. They're not hurting for endorsements just because they play in small markets. But my goodness, Deshaun Watson in New York City? Are you kidding me? I mean, when's the last time you had, what is it, Joe Namath? I I just, I'm trying to remember a flashy quarterback, but that also can exceed the talent of anyone that you've ever had. There's there's nobody like him. Um, Pat Mahomes is the only thing that, that you could compare him to. And that's who we compare Deshaun to because he's he's the barometer right now. But the athleticism, the mobility, the uh, confidence, the championship caliber. Remember, he's already won in college um, and, and done it spectacularly and done it against the best. Um, he's just got all the intangibles. That's why this is so disheartening for Texans fans because – he really is the, the total package. There's not a lot of quarterbacks. Put it this way. There's not a lot of quarterbacks where I think you could drop them in, in to Pat Mahomes' situation and they would miss a beat. I, I just don't think there's anybody other than Deshaun Watson in the league right now other than maybe Lamar Jackson. But I, I, don't, I don't know if I would go that far. Deshaun's it. And so you put that in New York and you let the chips fall. You trust Robert Sala. You trust the management there. Um, you trust that he is a fan of Sala and that they are going to do this together and that people will want to come play with Deshaun, not just uh, because you're drafting young talent, but because free agent talent wants to come there. It, it just it would change your franchise and for the better. Uh, and, and it's going to change the, the Texans franchise for the worse if he's gone. And I, And I know that. And I think a lot of people deep down know that here, but they don't want to admit it yet because they want to, they want to try and somehow put this on to Sean. They want to try and make this into the James Harden situation where nothing can be further from the truth. This lies at the feet of Cal McNair and that's it. Cause it's not even about Jack Easterby anymore. He's empowering Cal McNair or Cal McNair is empowering Jack Easterby. And he's the one that's created this mess. This is a once in a generation talent that you have a chance to get and if it takes a godfather deal, you make it. How do you think Deshaun Watson would fit in in New York? Do you think that he would 
instantly take to the city? Do you think it would be a good fit in a variety of different ways, knowing what you know about New York? And also, ultimately, how do you think this whole saga turns out? It sounds like you now think he's going to get traded. Do you think it's going to happen quickly, as you said? Do you think it's going to drag out? And who do you think is in the driver's seat in terms of trying to acquire him, just based on what you're hearing on the ground in Houston? Well, the first question as far as his fit, he fits anywhere. So if it's the Jets, he'll fit in fine. He'll fit in on the field. His teammates will gravitate towards him. He has the um, untaught ability to lead by just walking in the room. Um, When he speaks, teammates listen. You saw that story yesterday, potentially, where several veterans on the Texans anonymously, they're not putting their name next to it, um, have told Deshaun Watson, hey, we get it. We understand where you're coming from, and we know that you're in the right here. Go get yours. Go do your thing. Go get, go where you need to go. We're not going to hold it against you. That says it all. I mean, if the veterans on this team, which there aren't many, are saying that, that tells you the state of things. So know that you're getting a guy that can do that to your locker room. So think about the Jets. Think about how uh, he could influence that. And then, of course, the New York market, I mean, he's been there over the past few weeks. He's already been up there. He's got several contacts up there. He's got several friends up there. Um, He was made for the Big Apple, the electric smile, the personality, the fact that he gave his first game check to some cafeteria workers in the stadium here in Houston that had suffered loss uh, during Hurricane Harvey. His rookie year, he's doing this. That's the kind of guy you're getting. Um, and he's just, I can't say enough good things about him. He just, he doesn't get into any trouble off the field. His teammates love him. The community loves him. He loves the community. He reaches out. He's a part of things. He's genuine when he does it. It's not just for show. Um, that's who you're getting. So yeah, he would absolutely fit. Who's in the driver's seat for him. I'll tell you who's in the driver's seat, his agent right now. (laughs) I don't know if you saw his agent's exchange with another radio host uh, on Twitter yesterday. It's just like they, they know what they're doing and his agent knows how valuable a commodity he is in every sense of the word, hardly limited to what he can do on the football field. But I think it's going to be the highest bidder. I know that sounds simplistic, but look at what we're talking about here. And I think the Jets, uh, could absolutely be one of the two front runners. I do think because he's mentioned them specifically, supposedly, and the Dolphins, that those are automatically at the top of the list, especially when you consider that uh, they could send back a starting caliber quarterback. I mean, if we're being honest here, I know it's a Jets podcast, but I'd rather have Tua if we're getting a quarterback in return here in Houston. But um, the Jets package and what those draft picks would probably be are probably a whole lot more attractive than even Miami's because Miami's got a good team. Um, they've got, you know, a good, good parts in place. Not saying the jets can't be there soon, but nobody's confusing the two of them, obviously. So um, it's interesting that they're both AFC East teams. Uh, it's interesting. They're both East coast teams, um, very different settings, obviously, especially when you're talking about winter months. But um, I, I would have to say just based on what I've seen and heard and, uh, it's it's probably not all that different from what you've seen, that those would probably be the two that are that are in command if indeed this thing starts to unfold. But I'd be very shocked 
if the Texans didn't screw this up further by dragging it out and trying to convince him to stay. And it wouldn't surprise me if they started finding him either. So uh, we shall see, right? Indeed, we will. Indeed, we will. Adam Clanton, afternoon drive host for Sports Talk 790. The A-Team is his show. It's from 3 to 6 Central every day, Monday through Friday. As always, a blast, sir. Thank you so much for coming back on. I told you this last time. I hope the teams give us more reason to talk. A, because I love talking to you, and B, because, knock on wood, I would really like to see something happen here. You know what I mean? So for those that want to listen to your show, that want to follow you on social media, that want to track your love of James Harden and Cal McNair and Jack Easterby because you're the president of all three of their fan clubs, how can they follow you on social media, and how can they check you out on the radio? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Adam Clanton. Um, again, just keep in mind when uh, you get so upset about what I said about James Harden. Just remember I defended that guy tooth and nail for the last eight years. So uh, weigh it out. But yeah, you can find me on uh, on Twitter at Adam Clanton. And the same thing on Instagram at Adam underscore Clanton. And uh, yeah, Sports Talk 790 is the uh, station. 3 to 6 p.m. Central. So I guess uh, 4 to 7 Eastern every single weekday. You can find me on the iHeartRadio app. If you just type in the A-Team to search for us, you'll see us there. And, uh, yeah, we're always – we've always got something to talk about down here. And uh, the start of 2021 has been no different. That's for sure. Houston sports is an insane asylum right now. So plenty for Adam to riff on if you want to listen to him on the radio. And of course, follow him on Twitter at Adam Clanton. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.